guys, welcome to the Lounge Podcast. You're listening to your host, Maria, back again with season two, episode two. We are literally following through with the last episode we had where we spoke about people overcoming overcoming traumas. Um, and I thought, you know, who am I going to bring? Who's a special guest I'm going to bring this time? And who else is more special than my mom? And you guys are like, what? This girl brought her mom to the podcast? Yeah, I sure did, guys. Her story is so inspirational. And um, I hope it could be some inspiration to any of you guys that's listening right now. I know you guys are like, yeah, we want some jokes, we want some ah, he he. The light-hearted, fun, fun episodes are coming up soon. But first of all, let me play the hat of the therapist right now and speak about some deep stuff. You know what I mean? Some deep, deep stuff. We will Today, touch on the light stuff soon, soon anyway. One of the but most guys, special guests back, of all time. <laughs> listening to a real conversation with honest people. Grab I'm, a cup I'm of water, cup of tea, cup of mascara, cup of wine, cup of supermarket, whatever suits you, boo boo, yeah, and so enjoy some this people episode. Know her as Miss Grace. Some people know her as Mama G. <laughs> she is a director of a childcare franchise. <laughs> she is one of the most amazing people that I know, one of the most strongest women that I know. And not only is she strong and she's she amazing she she's literally my life i've known her for 30 years and nine months so i want to introduce you to my mom miss grace aka mama g yeah. how are you <laughs> thank you thank you thank you thank you for inviting me it's so cool to have you here thank you i hope i'm not going to embarrass you you cannot embarrass me All if you right. tried mom you. honestly <laughs> <laughs> i think if, if you see us now we both have massive smiles on our faces <laughs> Because we have spoken about coming on this podcast a long time. I think, in, I think, in fact, when I was talking about doing a podcast, I've always said, Mom, you're going to be in my podcast. Because me and Joe was talking all the time. And finally, I said, the first person I will have in this studio, when this studio opens up after lockdown, is my mama. Wow. I hope you've made the right, the right choice. I have made the right Bring choice, I beg. Because I'm going to be very open and honest that's, that's what I expect. Right. So this is the lounge podcast. <laughs> Honesty is our policy. All right. So just sit back. I've, you, I've bought you some Fanta. If that's you want to drink Fanta, drink if Fanta. You, if you have beer, I'm ready to take beer. beer. right thank you thank you oh this woman is crazy so basically um one of the themes i want to go with for the next couple of episodes um is obviously last year we had covid um and that was a massive reawakening for a lot of us um some of us lost our parents and some of us lost loved ones and friends and so on and then obviously there was a whole black life matter there was again a whole new reckoning and awakening of racial injustice in society and um the most recent one obviously with the thing that's happened to um, sarah every them with the whole you know um women's rights women overcoming trauma whether it's sexual trauma whether it's emotional trauma i thought it would be really good to um talk about how women in in our society past present and you know and things that's happened in the past how we are able to overcome trauma um in the midst of a very crazy world and the things that even if it's a crazy world for us now it has been crazy since the beginning of time and if there's anyone i know that has been able to overcome um the most craziest events and the most traumatic events and still make it still make it good for themselves and still make it still able to heal from their pain is my mom and i'm not just saying it for the sake of saying it like i know everybody loves their mom and stuff but like my mom is the original gangster like she is the goats literally you know and mom when i say goats i mean greatest of all time not not goat as in sheep (laughs) 
<laughs> she's looking at me like, ah, God scared. <laughs> but um, mom, thank you so much for being here. You're welcome. I want to call you Mama G because that's why I call you at yeah, home. Yeah, of course. I know. I have the, I have a lot of names. Lot of names. Lots of nicknames. You all call me Mama G, Mama S, Mama. Mama <laughs> Uh, any name, I'm free. But um, but yeah, I think it will be really good for my listeners to so first of all get an idea of um how how where you started from. So um, I can start off basically from what I know. You were born from what I know, from what I do know. You were born in Nigeria, right? Yes. In Edo State. Yes. And from the age of four, what happened? Well, um, thank you first of all for inviting me here. You're I'm welcome. just going to <laughs> go straight to <laughs> <I keep> laughing. <laughs> Let me explain. You ask me a question. Okay. I'm going to be very honest, transparent yeah. to you. Absolutely. Um, get ready for it, for the bump share. Okay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, I was born 1964, mm-hmm. you know, lovely parents. I'm from a Muslim family, you yeah. know. That's and crazy. Yeah. No, I, oh, I, I think I found that out, like, later in my life, and that's, that's crazy. Yes, I'm from a Muslim family, dedicated couple together, you know. Mm. Um, at the age of three, when I was three... The both parents went and made the lots. I was um, I became an orphan at the age of three. At the age of three, not four. Wow. Yes, at the age of three, I became an orphan. Um, I was taken away by my family. You know, I was just like. So you're the youngest of eleven I'm children. The level, I'm the youngest of twelve children. Twelve children. See, I'm yes. even finding things oh, out now. Yes. Oh wow. yes. Wow. Twelve children, but you know what? I am the happiest. Yeah the most happiest child on earth. Because <laughs> I was brought up by a wonderful family. Yeah. Who yeah, took care my eldest brother, yeah. my eldest sister. Mm-hmm. You know, I've been to Kafanchan, North, Benin, and all. Mm-hmm. So I've traveled around different family, my family who took care of me. And okay. they, they were very kind and lovely, and they brought me up, up to down mm-hmm. by my senior brother, Dr. Ogono, you know? Yeah. And really, let me speak about my life. Mm-hmm. Being an orphan, Mm. You know what it means? No father, no mom. Mm. It can never be the same. Yeah. Living with family, mm-hmm. brother or sister. But I was blessed. Mm. I was opportunist. Mm. But in that journey of mine, mm-hmm. I always remember, oh, I wish I have a mother. Yeah, you feel oh, like that, yeah. I wish I have a father. So, knowing my history, mm. this has imparted me a lot. Mm. When I see people who are orphans or no parents, mm. regardless of how journey, journey, you are enjoying your family house, there's still a difference. Mm. Oh, let me not go into detail, you yeah, know, but yeah. I'm just going to let you know that life mm. is how you make it. Mm. Life is what you put in, put that you want to do. For real. For real. That's the mm. truth. I, t- I was so opportune to have wonderful family mm. who brought me up from the primary school yeah so where i am okay so so you lose your parents at the age of three yes you're brought up by your um your elders your eldest brother brother. yes um and along the way as much as they were lovely to you Mm -hmm. there was a part of you that still missed the childhood that you did not have of course and and, um how how were you able to overcome that that sort of gap in your life How, how were you able to overcome that pain of not having your parents actively with you well, the, um, the response to that question is this. And it's just like what I said to you, all my children, mm. that in life, you will never overcome any pain of completely. not having completely. Mm. Up to date, I still mm. miss my parents. Of course. But yeah, thank yeah. God, as a Christian, and as, as a Christian, which I am up to date, mm. I believe that they are watching over me. Mm. I believe sometimes I need to talk to them, but no one to talk to. Yeah. Sometimes I need to 
I need to say, Mama, where are you? Yeah. Papa, where are you? We went inside rough. Yeah. But no one. I got to, to my quiet corner. I cried and I said, God, I know you watch it. You are watching over me. For real. Mommy, Daddy, you I know you are watching over me. But, but because I believe that they are watching over me. So that, it that keeps, you it going. keeps me going mm, up to I this day. You. I hear you. So you, from what, I'm going to just recap from what yep. you've told me personally. Yep. You get to the age of 16 mm-hmm. and you go for a doctor's appointment. And what did they tell you? Oh, when when I got to the age of sixteen, I went to the doctor. I went. I went. I went to visit the doctor when I wasn't feeling fine. Oh, this I was having blood pressure. And um, what yeah. is it? What's it? Oh, are you not Doctor Guna's sister? I said yes. Why? Is, why? 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 Why comes the high blood pressure? I said, oh myself, I don't know why I come, mm. but I know things that are going on with me because I'm emotionally disturbed. Mm. I miss my family. There are good times. In my life, mm-hmm. there are bad times in my life. Mm-hmm. There are times when things are difficult. So I always remember them. I wish they were alive mm-hmm. to see me through. But I'm so happy at the same time again. I have a family brother and his wife. They're still taking that's you. To take, they still take in, care of me. Yeah. They, see, they still show me that love. Mm-hmm. They t- took me all through my life. Mm-hmm. And the good part and the difficult, I don't call it the bad part, the difficult part all combined together today yeah. made me what I am mm, today okay. as a mother and as a child. Mm, okay. So you get diagnosed with high blood pressure at the yeah. age of 16, yeah. which is obviously, I would say, it's probably triggered by the pain of losing your parents and just having to of course. just having to maneuver your way yep. in the world yep. without a mom Absolutely. or a dad. Yep. Yep. And um, the year is now, what, 1988? Mm-hmm. Who do you meet? 1988. Mm. Mm. Mm-hmm. Wow, you want to hear the story? Let's hear you it. You can mom. be very nosy sometimes. I am very nosy. Uh, Sorry. You want to hear the story? <laughs> Are you ready? Let's wow. go for it. <laughs> 1988 at yeah. that time. Mm-hmm. I was at the age of um, 23. 23 mm-hmm. 20, who told you? I'm, uh, you know my life is I know your life, it. mama. You know what? <laughs> <laughs> I listen. When you okay. talk, I listen. You oh, know. you got you. You need to know again. <laughs> When I was at the age of 22, first of all, mm-hmm. I've, I've been through the help of God and through the support of my senior brother, Dr. Gono, and his wife. God mm-hmm. bless them, and I appreciate them all the days of my life, mm-hmm. you know. And then um, I became a teacher. I was transferred to a, a, a city or a village called mm-hmm. Auchi, mm-hmm. where I became a teacher. You know, I finished my teacher's college. And then... Auchi in Edo State, Auchi right? in Edo State, of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, that's the place. Um, when I became a teacher, I mean... I was a little slim young girl, very elegant, fully attractive man. Wearing your high heels. Oh, yeah. Walking step by step. (laughs) So in that that point, I was in the primary school where I was teaching. I was Mm. meeting men were approaching me. Different suitors. Different suitors, of course. You you are very nosy girl. Ah. Come on, keep quiet. So uh, because I know who I am Mm -hmm. and what I want in my life. Mm -hmm. Because that's why I say to young girls today. Mm. Because you are attractive, because you are educated, does not mean you have to mess. You have to mess up your life. Yeah, have integrity and know who you are mm-hmm. and know what you want. For real, I know. I did not say yes, yes to everybody, yeah. but I, because I know what I where I know where I want to go. Mm. I know what I want to achieve. Yeah, your ambitions, ambitions and your objectives. Exactly. Mm-hmm. So what I did, I said, I said, look, now nah, I'm not ready. I just came out and now I'm done. In those days, it's called spin star or what they call it. Yeah. They call it, but I don't know what they call it now. You know, yeah. young girl. I was. I want to enjoy my young girl life. But who am I to you say that? You to live so, your best life. Yes, who am I to say that? Do I know the plan of God? Of course, yeah. So I was just going. I was just going. And, you know, back home where you've not been to Nigeria, I will take you there one day. Uh-huh. You know, back, back home, <laughs> that, in between, along the way, some elderly saw me. said, oh, where are you from? I said, I'm from 
you are looking pretty, you are elegant, you are this. We, we want to, we want, we'll have a song who we want to introduce to you. Mm -hmm. I said, wow, this is my first time appearing such a thing. I'm not, I'm not used to that. Then I said, okay, if you have a son, let the son come wherever he, oh, the son is in abroad. I said, well, it's not the question of abroad. If the son is really want to see me, let him come from abroad. Because I said again, what I said, I have, a, I have integrity. I have strong personality. I don't want to run, to mess up my life. To you chase men. Chase men. Mm -hmm. I want men to chase me. Mm -hmm. I want men to chase me. This I've is what always told I always me. told you. I mm -hmm. say, let them come and look for you. Mm -hmm. And that's who I am today. And they came. Mm, but unfortunately, my men these days. Where they are still there. Don't say no. Nah, they are still Oh, there. I'm married, isn't it? Oh, but for what I've been yes. told. Yes. I'm going to come to that now mm -hmm. later. So, and really, because really, if you have your self, self strong, respect, uh, respect yeah. they will be there. And people see. Mm -hmm. So that's how. Your, your dad called John of Palwafair. Johnny John. John of Palwafair. <laughs> his mom called Talk him to say, come up. back. Mm. There's a lady we have here for you. Mm -hmm. Wow. I said, wow. And at that time, again, there are two guys looking for me. Mm -hmm. So I was confused. I ha! don't know what you to do. You were hot cake. I was. <laughs> I was. But because I said, as I said it again, mm. I know who I am. I know yeah. what I want. Yeah. So those two guys came and it came your dad came to me mm -hmm. and I said to them, and you know, there's something I love in a guy. Mm -hmm. Honesty, truth. Yeah, for real. Beauty lies on the heights of the beholder. Mm -hmm. Honesty, truth. Mm -hmm. He may have, he doesn't, he doesn't care whether he has money. Not in those days, not now. This are, no. Now, when he came, he, I saw him and uh, that's another story. That's I'm not going to go into detail. So basically, long story short, they got yes. married yes. and then they had me. Yes. <laughs> I had, I so had you moved you. to Austria with, with yes. dad. Yep. Um, he started very, he started living a very humble life. Yes. Um, just and how, how do you know he started living a humble life? Because you told me, mom. Okay, go ahead. You told me, All so right. you told me that you went to Austria. Yeah. Um, daddy was doing like two jobs. Yes. Working in McDonald's. Yes. Uh, can I, can you give me this place to, to, the chance to say that out? Ah, go for it then. All right. Uh -uh. Okay. <laughs> this is my story. It's not your story. Go for it, madam. Now. Mama after, G. After my wedding. Yes, that's my name, Mama G. <laughs> After my wedding, mm -hmm. after my wedding in Nigeria, yeah, he booked my tickets. We went to Austria. Mm. When we go to Austria, well, it's not a place I like, but I have no choice but to follow him. You had to learn German, yes. didn't you? I was have to go to invest of German, invest of German. I went there. I stayed my two years to learn their the, 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 the So language. from our chief village, village to speaking German. German. I'm telling you, <laughs> and this man. And I say, God, give me the right man who will love me mm. and sh share the remainder of my love with me too. Mm. Who will care for me? Mm. Who will not punch me like Anthony Joshua? Uh -uh. You know. <laughs> and I sat him down and I said to him, the first year of our marriage, mm. to he know because our relationship, our courtship was not that long because just we have one year relationship courtship, but a distance relationship. So that long because distance for yes, yeah. yes, because mm. he was in Austrian, I was in Nigeria. And it, was just and it was just letters, right? You right, were sending. Of course. Of course. You, you just wow. have to. Yes. And we went to, he promised me, he said something to me. He said something to me that really touches my heart. Mm -hmm. My darling, I promise you, I saw the way my dad beat his mom. I will not do that to you. Mm. And I promise we will quarrel. We will have misunderstanding, but I will not touch a finger on you. Mm. I will not lay my finger on you. Mm. I said, okay. I believe that. 
we went and really blow and behold we went to vienna we arrived as a new couple i'm just 23 we're just you know young mm -hmm. you know so we begin our life mm -hmm. and maria opalafe came into life and i was born and he was born and he was a man of my life Mm. That a man that can the vacuum cannot be closed today. Mm. He took care of me. Mm. He loved me mm. the way a man supposed to love his wife. Mm. He loved his children the way a man supposed to love his children. Mm. He, he, in short, he said, "Grace, my darling." He called me D D. That's mm. we call each other D D. I remember. He mm. said, "Take care of my children. I'm going to do the work." Mm. I, that is what God has assigned on me for. The time we come, you will work. Mm. He took care of me. He took care of you guys. He went and do two jobs. Two jobs. Two wow. jobs. I know in Austria it's very difficult to get a nice job. He finished. Especially his, as a black man. Of course. Mm. He did. He did his masters in university. But even with the masters, with the masters, in McDonald's. You have to work mm. in McDonald's. We started from humble beginning, which you are just saying to yeah, me. Yeah, yeah. And I did not look at the job he was doing, but I can see there's a great potential, potential in him. Mm. And we struggled together. And that's how you came, and that's how this twins came into life. One, well, I think one of the main, one of the stories you've told me in the past has um, yes, the twins that you're talking about are my brother and sister, Absolutely. right? Absolutely. So, um, one of the stories you've told me in the past has really triggered me. Yes. And I think um, those that know how me and Lewis, um, my husband, got together know yeah. that they would when they hear your story, <laughs> they, would, they, they will understand absolutely. why yes. I went it's through true. what it's I went true. through. It's true. But one of the stories you've um, you've told me, yes, is how. Um, when you were pregnant with the twins and I was young, yeah. I, I may be getting the details wrong, that you and dad would literally go out early in the morning, like at 4am in the morning yeah. and you'd be selling like... Um, it, uh, like uh, leaflets. Like, not, not leaflets, it's like, um, it art, right? like art, art, like, art, like yeah, gallery. German gallery yes, art. Because, like, let me, let me mm. continue because I'm the one that experienced it, not you. Okay. So, <laughs> when, um, bef when, before I, when I was pregnant with you, you know... Oh, you were pregnant with yeah, me? Yeah, okay. not, not the twins. Okay, not the cool. twins. That's because life was very difficult for both of us there, mm. especially for both of us. Because if you, if you don't have, you, even he has the paper, he was there legal. Legal, it's not illegal. He yeah. had the, he had the Austrian passport, he had the European passport. But for we blacks there, yeah. it's difficult. Yeah. And for those who know Vienna, Austria, they know what I'm well, talking about. Vienna is the place that Hitler was born, of so course, you can only imagine how racist it was. So when I came as a young teacher from Nigeria, and you know I'm blessed in the mm. family I was brought up from. We are not rich, but we are blessed. We looked after you. Really, yeah. yeah. So, and he has told me, he did not tell lies. He, he was very honest to me. From the get-go. From, yes. Before even we get, we get, we get married together, mm. he even told me what he's doing. Mm. And this is what he's doing. But he believed, by the grace of God, the future will be bright. Mm. All right. Honesty is very important. We got into Austria. We, when I was pregnant, I see him 4 o'clock, 4 a.m. in the morning. He's going to give out... Um, and li um, uh, what do you call it? Artwork, you know, yeah, selling artwork. That is very, that is yes. And I said, come on, he does that for the good two months. I said, honey, I know you are doing this very, and Austria is very cold, you know. Yeah. I said, let me follow you, let me do it. But I said, no, you can't do it. Mm. Come on, you are pregnant of my child. I said, and so what? I make a, I made a promise to you. What, what, what you are going through, I will, I will go along with you. Wow. He refused. I said no. I took off my jacket. We went together. Mm. We, we did, we did it together for the past six to s seven months. Mm. When I was too heavy, he said, "Darling, please, can I beg you? Can you stay at home because of my baby?" I said, "Okay." So he did it, and at the same time, he was doing a security in the plane in the airport. So he was trying to. He doesn't joke with his wife and his family. Wow, that's crazy. that is a man of my heart. That is crazy, and that's why today he, I can never get somebody to replace him. Oh. You know, so when you were born, 
I was, he was there. He got help for me. And we continue our struggles with joy. We may not have what others have, but there's, what we, there's something common we have, true love. Mm. True love. And contentment. Contentment. Mm. We are content with what we have because we know there's a better day coming. Wow. Yes. This, now, this after is four a years, love story, man. This is a now, proper love story. The twins came in into, the, right, into cool. the line. Mm-hmm. So you, the twins came in, and then you and dad and after decided, four years, after four years, yeah. um, decided that you guys are going to come and start life in the UK. Well, um, that's a, uh, that's a difference though because it wasn't easy knowing African men very well. Mm. They're very sometimes some they can be very strong headed. You know, <laughs> it's true about it. Tell they can me be very strong headed. You know, <laughs> it take me it take God's grace. Mm. To make him understand that, honey, mm. we, huh, I thank you. I've, we've been here for, I've been here with you for five years. Now you've yeah. been here. I can't continue here again. Yeah. I, let us go to an English-speaking country. Uh, tell me about then, it. Then, he said no because he'd been here for 19 years. Yeah. So, I said, I'm sorry. There can be changes. Yeah. So you come to the UK now. So let me, I want to forward it just purely because of time. Yeah. So, so yeah. you come to the UK um, and you guys are basically doing, trying just basically trying to make things work. Yeah. Um, you, I, I remember, I, I remember like early memories of you and dad going to like the BBC One headquarters in Victoria and, and doing like cleaning shift, right? As cleaners, that like, you were both cleaning the same in the same BBC office early in the morning. And just like the hostel of it, all, you clean, you take us to school, then you go back to do sh- work at <coughs> night. And it was just, you both balanced parenting and working. At the same time, you were not making much at all. I remember, I remember going to so many different schools. At one point, we were living in a, um, like a, um, no, not a homeless shelter, but you were living in like a um, it's a, it's a temporary um, accommodation. accommodation by the mm. Yes, well, yeah. Well, let me start from. Let me just start because I'm going to cut some stories, you know, because yeah. of, because of time. We came to London, 1995, 95, yeah. 96. We came to London, and um, because I said, darling, and it's going to be very rough. It's going to be very tough, but we we'll have to work it together. You yeah, know? yeah. I wasn't driving. He wasn't driving. You yeah. can imagine. And this is a man who has just finished university, finished his master's in university in Australia. He's doing IT, coming here, no job. Yeah. I have no job. I, we have three children. How can we start life? Mm. You can start life. All that, all that matters in life, mm. all that matters is true love, understanding mm. between couples. So he got, he got a, a security job. And again, in Corey's. In Corey's. Mm-hmm. he got a security job. And um, at that time, because I was with three children, he again, that is your daddy. He never allowed me. He doesn't want me to work. He wants me to be taking care of children. And I am I mean, I love to work. And mm. I said, come on, darling. Let's put the children in school. And let me do any job, cleaning job, to keep the bread, to put the family going. Mm. So he, after much pleading, he said, okay. So mm. both of us, we were working. He was doing security. I was doing cleaning to keep uh, things happening. Things happening. Oh, because we love our children, we don't want to suffer, we don't want to go through pain. Um, yeah. at, at that moment, at that time, we were ha- we don't even know the children, they don't, they don't even feel it, but we know it was difficult. We didn't feel anything we didn't feel any, every that, weekend. I remember course, every weekend, we go to McDonald's, no, McDonald's, mom, yeah. Brixton, Brixton, Brixton. Mo- no, the mornings, oh, yes. the mornings in Brixton. Oh, yes, every we Friday, you truth. take you and dad would take us to the mornings in Brixton. Oh, yes. It was like it was like tradition. Oh, yes, it's a, it's, Sunday it's, after church, oh, McDonald's. McDonald's. That and is, can remember we used to order of course, two, yes, hamburgers, two hamburgers, two chips. Absolutely. Oh my gosh. Because the reason is because we made a promise together, regardless of what we are going through, our children, our three children given to us by God will not suffer. Mm. Because you guys, you, you are all the center of our life. 
Mm. And you are there, so nothing. So we did it together. But you, but you hit it very well for of us. Of course, though. because that's how that is our. Pro- that is what we are supposed to do. Mm. And we don't want you to feel what we are going through because we believe in God that there will be a better life to come. But now it's rough. But not my children will not feel it. Mm. So that's that. So when he got the job, when I was doing cleaning and the things were, you know, the you know, London is very expensive. So mm. he said, okay, darling. To get extra money, he we came to join me and be doing the cleaning together. Even there's a family called Kingdom, you know, they were even among, they, mm, they were all doing it together. Mm. And we did it with joy until God changed his story. He got him a, a job and mm. I got, I went to the uni, I okay. went to university. So you got a offer you got a, as in, in IT? In IT, in a Middlesex hospital. hospital. Because while he was doing the cleaning, he was doing his security job, he was still going to school here. Because mm. you, you know your daddy, he, he doesn't joke with education. No, he doesn't. He, he, doesn't, yeah. he wants school. One thing to that, and at that time you were six years. He trained you. He wants like you. Ten. What you said, ten, ten years. Mm. He was training you. You know. So really, your daddy. Yeah, I remember my dad. I remember dad teaching me um IT stuff at the age of, of nine. Course. Teaching of, me how to use. Oh listen, yes. uh, listen, the OGs in IT, like people that know Microsoft. If you yes. guys remember, like um Microsoft yes. front page, yes. which was that. Like, out in 1997 yes, like yes. i think that's why i know how to do like things yes, like website making yes, now yes. because at that very young age yes, he was exposing yes, me to like stuff yes, like microsoft yes. publisher and all that sort of stuff yeah, but yeah. that's good so he got this job now in middlesex yeah after years of unemployment like proper like he didn't have a job that matched his qualifications Qualification, yes he finally gets a good good paying job, job. Pay job then what happens well um that's where i'm going to start my story my life story started hmm that at that particular moment he was working many years no job making redundant work this that and i was still working and at the same time i was still going to school mm-hmm. after let me say three to four years as you said he got an it job we are all jubilating oh We're god thank god mm-hmm. you know again you can as we christian we all know the devil comes to snatch your joy, mm-hmm. and I was a, I was very aware of that. Mm-hmm. That that's that was where. Before 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 I go to what happened before that before them, we came we were given a new accommodation in Stockwell. Yeah. So we came there, you know, because I I'm just that I was mean, like a permanent yes. house, right? And back then, getting a council house was hard. Ooh. It's still hard. Uh, it's still hard, of course. When you get still, when you get a council yeah. house, it was like you might as well just have a yes. mortgage. Like it was like this uh, is it. Like yes. yeah, yeah. So um, before coming to that side. I look at myself because I know who I am. Mm. I know myself. I, he knows, we know uh, both of us here yeah, mm. that we will never give up. Mm. Regardless of the toughest time, we will never give up. Mm-hmm. Because again, what is, I repeat this again and again, what keeps us going together mm-hmm. is love, true love. Mm-hmm. I repeat, true love, regardless of the obstacle, mm-hmm. regardless of the rough st- 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 stage of life you are going, yeah, yeah, yeah. it's the true love. Mm. I'm just having he faith He never in is a man that took care of your mom. Mm-hmm. He preferred, he, he calls me his mirror. Oh, bless. <laughs> and I call him my mirror. Mm-hmm. But you know what? About, you know, when the devil sees things like that, you got to be very prayerful as a uh, mother. Yeah, for real. Don't yeah. be too relaxed. Mm. Don't be too relaxed. Mm. So, in between the line, when everybody were so celebrating, daddy have got a job, mommy have got his then <clears throat> he became sick. Mm. 
when he was sick, I said, Satan, you are a liar. That's not the end of our life. Mm. Things will be better. My children will not feel it. So mm. we struggle and, you know, um, the children were good. He was very sad mm. because when he was sick, he could not be um, active, you know, active. Mm, in I our said, lives. Then I said yeah. to him, don't worry. That's why I've gone to uni. That's why I'm studying. And that's why I finished. I'm go- I've got a job now. Mm. I will do the job. So you be at home. He refuses. Mm. I said, no, you can't work. Mm. Then I do. I started doing the work. It was not. Dif- it was not easy. Mm. It was a difficult moment, a painful moment, and I was just like an. I don't know who to tell. Yeah. Because who well, are you? all your family are of bro. course, and, and my fam. Yeah. Thank God for the family, wonderful family I have. Mm-hmm. Father Jude, my brother Doctor John, the wonderful family. Yeah, yeah. They never left me one day. Mm. They were all with me. Like thank over the phone. Over the phone. Mm-hmm. Over the phone, I mm. thank God for the wonderful Christian family I have in London. So yeah. they were also with me. Like your family, but friends, and stuff. Yes. Mm. But yes, they will do their own. But at the end of the day, I am the one inside the pain. Yeah, that's the thing. When everyone goes home at night, it is just you that's dealing oh, with the yes. issue. So, so, yeah. So when um, the sickness became advanced, you know, and it passed away, mm. it was like, the, let me just say, the darkest day of my life. Mm. The the only one God gave to me, He has taken him back. And I think it's it's so it's quite important that we mention that. Yes. From the moment he was like started having symptoms yes. and being diagnosed yes. and to the point where he passed away. Yes. We're talking about four months. Four it, months. It was not. It was not like a, a year. Month, it was just like month, between August. Months. August he started having symptoms yes. and by yeah. December, <coughs> yes, it was over. Really. Can you imagine what a young lady of thirty five goes through at that moment? That's the thing With that three freaks children. me out. Yeah, because you were not that older than me now, which With is very very strange. A young woman of thirty five, yeah, just ten under ten years of marriage. Wow. With three children, when I mean three children, you and the twins. Thirty five. Thirty five. Well, and there's no will. No way. I mean, there's no, there was no will. There was no um, life insurance. Nothing. In short, as I said again, you know what? You know the African men. They don't want. There's no will. Apart from African men, they don't. You don't even have a good job at that time. So Remember, you pay for I life told insurance. you. I yeah. told you, just got a job. So yeah. what are you talking about? Will or life insurance? Yeah. So there's no money. If he has a good job, that's different. He just wow. got a job after a long t- time of struggling. Okay. He just got a good job. We are all celebrated and cancer too. So. We go, you go for this darkest moment of your life. Yep. And you find yourself, someone that's had more or less like a magical love story. Yes, there's been hard times, but that love and faith in your children and faith in God has literally, literally create, helped you to beat yes. the odds. Yep. And suddenly you're in, you're in a country where, you don't ha- where your family members no are not family. there. No family, yep. And you're alone. Yep. With two kids, with yep. three with children. children. And... <coughs> at that time it's not like you had any sort of um no experience, experience or like what the job you were doing was like working in asda says brace how how do you um how did that overcome it how, how did, did that you, move yeah, okay, how let did me, you overcome it from an emotional from standpoint emotional stand- from a, from a yes, financial standpoint absolutely okay let me start from the emotional standpoint because when when your father passed away mm. passed away I as I said again, thank God for the wonderful family I have that they were calling me mm. my family. So they, I went with my my fa- I, they took me to my senior brother, Dr. John in America. In America yeah. and we, got, we got shipped to the US. Oh, man. Like I went to bed, I opened my oh, eyes and went to America. We went there. They, took, they said, Grace, you can't stay here in London alone yeah. because otherwise I might commit suicide because Did you feel like I that? feel like that? Because really, as I said, mm. 
job, your daddy can never repl- be replaced. So he was like your everything. So he took care wow. of you the way your husband is taking care of you now. Wow. And that's why when I see your husband, I say, God, <laughs> God send that man to replace my job, my to take off you. Yeah. Because when a woman is being cared for by her husband, mm-hmm. because sometimes what put me off in this country, mm-hmm. in this country, is when when we hear we Christian Fox, we hear this word out. Um, Christian me, what? Christian people. Let me say Christian people. Christian, Christian folks. folks. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. They, yeah. Say, they, they always say, virtuous woman, virtuous woman, virtuous woman. Yeah. Did they ask, of, what about the virtuous man? Mm-hmm. Is true. there something like a virtuous man? Mm. The pastor will say, be like the virtuous woman. Be like the virtuous man. What about the virtuous man? Mm. Oh, that's some deep stuff. Right? What about the Jeff virtuous Let, let's, it, let's explore this a bit, please, if you don't mind. We're going to go back to your story, but I want to really explore this because... I have been having this conversation with you for a long time. And there is a heavy responsibility for the woman, the wife, the mother to be, you know, virtuous and to be there for the family and to be obedient and to listen to her husband and be that. Especially, I think, especially in the culture that we grow up in, in this African culture, we have this mentality. I mean, me and Jeff had this conversation so many times times. where your husband will be treating you like crap. And even the husband will tell you, be the virtuous woman. And then they'll now demand Demand you you to be virtuous. (laughs) Parent, I just no. want to ask you, where are the virtuous men? What about the David? Read mm. the story of David in the Bible. Why can they not tell the good quality of the da- David, the heart it, of man? No, 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 however, David, David had his issues, He mommy. had his issues. <laughs> but, but, no, but if you read some David of his... David had his issues. But listen today, if, David was a no, trifling somebody. Me, he had his issues, mm. but he, at the same time again, he had his own good personality too. And I think, I think the main thing about David is that he was constantly after God's heart. God's heart. And even if... No, we don't. I, I suppose, like what me and you're trying to say, yeah. no one, no man is perfect. No, but every man needs to aspire to be yes. chase God's heart. That is the but truth. But then, do, do you think, mom, from a from a parent's standpoint, do you not think that a part of that is to blame on the parents? Because what parents typically do is they basically train their daughters to be good wives, well, you, but they don't really train. They train the sons to get money, yeah. but they don't train the sons to be good husbands. Unfortunately, let me because uh, I'm a mother. I'm a mother with a son. I'm a mother. <laughs> Uh, and I don't talk. Coming to that, you got you throw you you were a blessing and you were talks to me. No, it was no fault. Okay, I was good. let me I tell you. I'm going to expose you up. Don't listen. I'll just cut you off on this I'm podcast. I'm going to expose you up. <laughs> let me. When mother said, or pa- let me say parents, mm. well, and it hurts me as a mother, as mm-hmm. a woman. Mm-hmm. The pressure upon our daughter is too much. Mm. Are you? They don't have parents, fathers, especially fathers. They, I don't, I'm sorry to say that um, it's not affecting our young boys that to say, well, this is what my dad said. A kitchen is the house of a woman. Oh, the, this, oh, even if the dad does not say it, mom. Oh, that's, what the, that's what the dad the, is showing. The showing. When, the son, when the son is saying that the dad does not go and cook, does not go and clean, does not Hold have on, the, baby, the mom. Yeah. You, cannot, mm. you cannot keep on pouring again. Be the virtuous woman. Be the virtuous woman. What about the men? They are, are they not saying no? Even though we don't have something like virtuous, there's you have to make it up. There are good people in the Bible. Yeah. Be the virtuous man also. Because now this girl not carry it on their head, a crown of virtuous, inside the bowling relationship, painful relationship. Oh, my mom I'll say I should be the virtuous man. And because of the kind of culture we have in Africa, we cannot say it's mom, dad, this is what we are going through. Mm. So dear, let me say something to you. Coming back to the story of my life, mm-hmm. when your pa- daddy, daddy passed away, mm-hmm. I, my family took me to um, the US, to, to, US America. to um, just so like relieve, just to be around family you know. and, and I thank God for that, that time because I don't know what would have done. Mm-hmm. After two years or so, I told them, you know what, I'm coming back with my children to London 
where John passed away to build up my puzzles. It mm. was painful, it was hurtful, mm. but I need to do what I need because I know that I have a better fit life. And I think do. that's such a good I think one of the things you just said there is sometimes we run away from our pain. Yes. But sometimes we have to come back and face our pain, pain head on, on and work our way yes. by acknowledging that pain. Yes, and that's what I did. Mm. So when I came so back... So you just came back to the same I house? I came back to the same house oh. and even then people said, Grace, are you still going to stay down? I said, yes. Same house is still same there to house, this I'm day. Same house, today. <laughs> this is where John and I grew up the children and it will, I will be dead. Mm. If he's going to be here, let him be here. I'm happy because the angels are watching over us. He mm. is watching over me. So... Again, second phrase of my life started. Yeah, so you have to literally second start phrase of my life again. started. I'm not. I was used to the marriage woman, but a title of single mother entered my life. A type single mother which I did not accept, but came through death, not through divorce, mm. and which I joyfully accepted it because I know at that particular moment. God is there for me. Because he never said to me, it will be easy. But he said, I will never leave you or forsake you. Mm. And he did up to date. So I drew up my map and I said, God, I am going to carry this cross. I will carry it alone, but I know you are there with me. Mm. Friends are there. Families are there. They, they will do their best, but they will do all part away. And it's normal, you know. So I went to, again to do my master's. Mm -hmm. You guys were going to school. I was struggling financially emotionally up to date sometimes i cry as you know mm -hmm. but the emotional did not weigh me down mm. because i don't i want my children to be happy and as a, as a mother i was naive at that particular time when i came back from america mm. and I, i'm blessed with three wonderful children but you know as every family out of those you have children three four five ten there must be one so it was it was a roller coaster for me my Through son the teenagers. A teenager rising up a teenager Oh my God! Raising up a teenage, teenage boy, boy without a man, without in the a man. Home is and hard. these teenage children, they will use opportunity of saying, "I have no dad to take hurt, advantage, take advantage yeah. of me," mm. which I discover. Mm. And you know oh, what mom, I did, Mom? You're you're you're, you're you, spilling you, the tea. Do you know what? Well, you're, you're really you're really telling us everything. Well, I'm, I told you I'm going to embarrass <laughs> all of you. I'm not going to hide it. Okay. Hold on, listen. All right. So being a teenage, <laughs> being a a single mom, just mm. newly single mom, mm. which you know, my the children in this country, my children used up. Oh, I want Timberland. Timberland. That, that time there was designer Timberland. Timberland trainers. Train. Yeah. I want mommy. If daddy was alive, I, they would buy. I say, who told you? Do you know your daddy? I know your daddy better than me, than you. Mm -hmm. I said, children, you know what? Daddy and mommy did not spoil you, and I will not live to spoil you. Yeah. But I will give you the basic needs of your life. I will show them money. I will give them. I say, look at. Your mommy can afford to believe, but I will not buy it for you uh, because it's not necessity. Yeah. Your necessity is your education. You are eating. You are in in the roof to stay. Then oh, the, the two guests were okay because but the two guests trouble was oh my daughter would say you are wearing my bra, you are wearing oh, my pullo, you are wearing my so they have but my boy at the age of thirteen he took the advantage of oh because I have no dad which is wrong Ooh, which child. is wrong but do you know what I did do you know what I did well, I'm to say that the truth about it is this. I quickly realized that these three of you, especially the boy, they want to take you want to take advantage of me. Mm. I went to the markets. Mm -hmm. That is where I put on my new hats. I bought a trouser khaki, we call it khaki, jeans mm -hmm. in the left leg. I bought a skirt in the right leg. <laughs> Just to let you guys know that I am the father, I, I am, am the, the mother. mother. Mm -hmm. So you will not kill me 
before my time. Mm. I will bring up my children in the fear of God. Mm. I will spiritually bring up my children. You guys will never suffer and you will never suffer. Mm. But I will give you the good discipline. I suppose I, my daddy, your daddy and I, we have been, we've planned to do and what God have asked us to do. And we did. It wasn't easy. It was sometimes because in London, as you all know, children call police for their mom. Mm. So I said, when he, at the age of 13, 14, he will go out for sleepover. My children doesn't go to sleepover. I don't mm. allow it. Mm-hmm. But he disobeyed me. All my rules, this, my son disobeyed me. Mm. And as he's disobeyed me, I'm, when he's coming home, I said, this is my house. It's, it's my house. You either obey to my rules. I'm sorry. Family A are different from my family. Mm. I seek advice, but I stop seeking advice from friends because I discover, I come to the realize that friends tell me what, what, they, what, what I want to hear, but don't tell me the truth. True. They made themselves perfect children, but make my own as they're not perfect. Mm. They make me feel bad. Oh, why is this only my son going through this? Why is another son? But they don't say you what but they don't, don't tell them what their mm. own children are going through. I that oh, Grace. Then when I came to realize it, I said, Grace, no, raise up your child yourself. Don't seek any advice yourself. Seek advice from God mm. and let God give you the wisdom. This wisdom Solomon asks is what I ask. Mm. I did as you as you know. Mm. You never saw throw you. In everything I provided, but mm. when it comes to breaking my my boundary in my house, no. Yeah. And I said to myself, I'm going to give my children what supposed to be given, yeah. not what they want. So let, let's let's forward some stuff now. So we you're bringing up two siblings and um, three kids. Three so kids. Three. You know what it is? Amazing is I think, kids. I'm not gonna lie to you. Yeah, subconsciously, one of the things I felt like is that when um, dad passed away, yes, me and you had to become parents. <laughs> Like I always tell you this. Oh yes, and I think any because you're the first child. Oh my gosh, first first child syndrome in a single mother household is tough. It's tough. So I think me and just become parents. But either way, you're bringing up three children. Yes, on your own, you're having to take up the position of mom, mom and dad. And dad, I've so put on the two clothes together. Affection and discipline, it's not whatever it may be. But so 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 let's forward it now. Cause I'm quite conscious of time and so so let's forward it now. I, I, did you ever? considered remarrying again oh <laughs> that's mm. a good question embarrassing question but it's not embarrassing i'm mm. going to be open go for it <laughs> before i say before i go to that let me say something mm-hmm. that question is this did I, did I ever consider to marry again you know as i don't know about i talk about myself mm. when my husband died i said to myself the door of marriage is closed mm. no more because i don't know if i will have a man who will take care of me again like that, that who point, will love my yeah. children mm. The way that I don't say it's not going to be, it's not going to be, mm. it's not possible. Mm-hmm. But after in the line, seven years in between the line, you, Maria, oh God. you were the one that constantly pressuring me. Oh God. Mom, you can't be alone. You can't be alone. I know that is God. I know you love your husband. I was about to go to university. Listen to me. And I wanted you to have yes, a little and, boo thing and I, and I, on the and side. I, I, <laughs> really, I understand that. I really appreciate you. I didn't want to leave you alone. Absolutely. With the kids. I don't blame you. Say, Mom. Daddy died seven years. You are still you're nobody. You don't it was want, more than seven years. Eight mom. years. It was, no, 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 no. It I was mean, like ten. Yeah, you said that. It was like ten years. Yeah, mommy, how can you stay ten years? No man, nothing. I said, you know what? Tell me the importance of having a man, mm-hmm. father figure, as people normally call it. Is it father figure? Mm-mm. Will I see a man who will love you guys? Will I see a man who will take care of me? I can. Me, I have. I want a man who will come and enjoy the remaining joy of my life, even. Yeah. I have I love myself already, you know. Mm-hmm. But who will love my children? I kept is they are but very rare. Mm. But you kept some pressure right pressuring me. And I said, okay, huh. 
my folks, my friends, listen to this story. You brought me to this stage, mm-hmm. and I will open my spots. So, go for it. Go for it. after ten years, mm-hmm. the pressure was too much. So, okay, I have to tell, I have to turn, change my prayer line. Mm-hmm. I say, God, I'm sorry because I said to you, I don't want to marry, I don't want any man in my life. Mm-hmm. But now, uh, I want send me a God fearing man, mm-hmm. a man who is who has God's own hearts. Mm-hmm. Because if you love God, you will love. If you truly love God, don't I don't want to hear if you know God. Mm-hmm. But everybody know God, but if you truly fear God, if you love God, because Jesus is love, mm-hmm. you will love my children, love the family, and we, my children, will love you. Mm-hmm. So, okay. Now, my first lover came. My first man, not my lover, I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I was, I was your, a manager. Your man friend. My man friend, whatever <laughs> it is called. I was a manager in one of the church. I don't mm-hmm. want to name the church. And I saw this man like an angel dancing and he was a bible he, was he used a to bible. carry the bible for the pastor right i have the story it's not your story i go now <laughs> the man was the pastor pastor usher mm-hmm. bible study t- teacher mm-hmm. he danced like david in the church mm-hmm. when he danced the house would be raking then i said then my daughter pinched me mommy then and that very particular day 24th of january 19 dash dash i won't i won't mention the year when the, it was 19 it, like 2000 2000 something, something yes, yes. That day in the church, I was in the church, Thanksgiving Day. Mm-hmm. Then the, it was the day that they were, the church was, they, 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 they were acknowledging my work because I was a manager in the nursery at that time. Yeah, so they were trying to say Miss Grace, they showed me the scream. And so the, everybody were coming to shake me, say, well done for the good job. I said, mm-hmm. thank God. Then one man came with white and white suits. I'll never forget. My God. I said, God, I've seen this man in this church. He was such a dedicated man. As Christian people say, marry in the church, you fear God, this and that. That was the day my Christian my way of looking at Christian change. Mm. He came, and my daughter, Maria, who is here, oh interviewing me, pinched me, said, Mommy, don't be hard to get. Don't play hard to don't get, Don't play mom. hard to get. <laughs> I said, okay. The man came, hello. Madam Gray, how are you? Congratulations. I said, how are you, bra, so, 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 so. Mm-hmm. Let's call him Dario. Bra, bra Dario. Let's okay, go, let's go Dario. Okay, bra, Dario. For the sake of... Then I said, hello, bra, Dario. Hiding his identity. He said, okay. <laughs> Are you, are you, how your husband will be so proud of you? Where is your husband? See here. Then I said, innocent me. I said, no, it's in heaven. Oh, so sorry to hear. Oh, that means, can I come to your life? Because I have seen you. I said, well, let's be friends. <laughs> then my daughter, Maria, tits was so, her tits was smiling. She pitched me again. Mommy, don't be, don't play together. Mommy, this is a God-fearing man. This is a Christian. A poor girl, I know what she's trying to mm. She's trying to look, she wants her to make her mommy happy as every child will be. I'm about know? to go to uni. So, I just wanted you to have a little bit. Yes. That's so, as, as, don't blame as, me. Grace we, as Grace is, <laughs> as Grace we go away, I want to be very open to myself, mm. honest, because mm. I don't know how to play the hidden secret kind of love. Mm-hmm. Even with my children, I said, don't play hidden love. Be open, be honest, because honesty is very important. Then I went to my pastor, Pastor So 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 and So. Your your usher, your this, your that, Dio. Dio usher, is, Dio. He's, he's having a crush on me. I don't know. Tell me more <laughs> about him. She's having crush. I mean, whatever they call it, you yeah, guys. Yeah, she's having crush uh-huh. on me. <laughs> so, everybody, you guys should listen to this story. Okay. <laughs> and the innocent pastor said, go for him. Mm-hmm. I know him for five years in this church. He's a good man, blah, blah, blah. He's a human being. The pastor is a human being. It's just say based on the five years as a reference. Mm-hmm. Then from there to cut the story short, that is how me and this brother mm-hmm. we came to start relationship together. Mm-hmm. Come and see trouble. Hey, one year 
brother doesn't leave me alone. He come and visit me. He asked, he knows my when I say what 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 are you doing for a living? Uh uh-uh. uh. He say he's a manager in one of the offices council. Oh, the housing office. Not knowing that. I don't even care. Well, we'll, ta- we'll, we'll talk say about that. What he was. Okay. So he, not, said, so he not, said that he said that he was a, a manager, manager in the council. In the council. Yeah. And now, after one year, I said, ah, brother, so he was divorced. He was divorced. He said he was divorced. Yeah. The first wife. And I said, look, so sad to hear. I don't agree. I don't accept divorce. However, I haven't said that. If the if marriage is not it's, it's not working. You've got the right to, to go, leave, to live. It's yeah, in the yeah. Bible. Yeah. yeah. Even though I'm not a Bible scholar, but I still read it, it in the Bible. <laughs> so people should not die in their marriage because you want to keep marriage. Uh-huh. Be you a young or a woman mm. because you want to become Mrs. Place. At the end of the day, you are the way wearing the shoe. That's you the know shoe. where the pain is. Mm. They may call you, you're not a virtuous woman. What about, is the man a virtuous man? <laughs> Period. So, <laughs> now. Mommy, the Mama mommy. G. Mama G. The truth is bitter. Mama you have G. to speak the truth. Because the Christian people are not saying this truth. Mm-hmm. They kept on brainwashing the guests. Stay in your oh, marriage, stay in your marriage. It's good to stay in the marriage, but we cannot be like our mothers of old because that they have died. They have to be suffering. I don't want to I don't want to have another rest in peace again. I want to enjoy my children and I myself I will not accept it. So in between the line. Okay, so let's so he tells so, you let's 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 stay with one year, one yeah. year after one year, I called him. I said, Can I know where you are living? He said he will let me know because the landlords, this is a man of 59, 59 years old man. Mm-hmm. The landlord doesn't allow women to come to the house. So say, the landlord was a... It's a um, deeper life. No, was it deeper life or white garments? Deeper life or white garments. So let's let so let's say, it doesn't allow women, doesn't to, allow come. women to, say, come to the house. At the age of 50 something, I said, mm-hmm. wow, but you know my house. You know my children. You come to my you house. Come to my you house. eat in my house. Mm. But I want to tell you, since one year, just one year, this man has never given me a pound. Each time so, so he doesn't give you a penny. A penny. Each time I'm going out with him, when I trick, I say, "Can you, can you just borrow me five pound?" He will, he will knock his pocket. So his pocket is right. Ha. I say, "Wow, a man fifty, a manager, a man fifty-five. You cannot even help your help your wife five pound." And he likes to boast. Hey. This is what peppers me. Let me, let me let me just pause this. Here. This is what this is what peppers Men. me. If Men you are, a, are listen, horrible. if you are a broke nigga, do not be boasting. But when you're there boasting that you were doing this and you were doing that and you have this and you have that and to pay for somebody's dinner, you cannot Five do it. Five pounds. Okay, there was a time he came to my house. He said, I want to go to his house. Mm-hmm. I said, I should. I drove him to his house. On my way to drive, I said, brother, you mm-hmm. know, can you just, I need 10 pounds to fill my car for petrol. Petrol. He, he brought it out his purse. Oh, I have overdraft. I don't have chai, any money. Chai, chai, chai. Mommy, you surf here, yeah? You surf, you suffer. I suffer. <laughs> I did, of course, but at oh. the same time, it was a learning journey for me. Because mm, this was like your first... My first relationship. This is my first uh, man friend or boyfriend dating situation. Mm. Because again, he's from church. Mm. Church. So when you expect a man from inside church, what do you think? You think, man, I've told, I've told you. So, now, mm. second year come. I said, no, enough is enough. I went second year. We're going to second year ending of the second year. I said, enough is enough. We have to, we have to know each how to know your house. Mm-hmm. You cannot keep on go and tell your celestial or your the landlord that you have a girlfriend or a woman friend. I want to know your house. You're you, in your late fifties. Yeah, like, late fifties. What 50. the hell? Stay the master. Say, oh, you know what? I will let you know by tomorrow. Come mm-hmm. tomorrow. Another same story. I spoke to the landlord. The landlord said you should not be not knowing that this man have a wife let a me mistress. let me let me explain the a story. mistress with a child in that house. Wait, and, wait, and wait, this wait. man has. Twelve mistresses in ah oh, oh 
found me. So basically, we basically found out. Wow. Okay, let me just say yeah. how we found out. Judge just, let me, men. Let me, let me say how we found out. Yeah, let me say how we found out. So I, this, I so, don't suffer. No, no, you have suffered, mommy, honestly. So this guy comes to my house now. And then um, me seeing this guy as a potential stepdad, I'm like, oh, could I use your phone to play with your phone? Ma- whatever, whatever. Ma- figure, ma- figure, ma- figure. Every woman say every mommy, day. Mommy, let me finish the story. Jesus is my ma- figure. <laughs> anyway, I'm like, all right. Uncle, let me use your phone. I think it was, I can't remember, it was Bounce, one of these phone games, whatever. Let me use your phone. And he's like, what happened? Are they rushing us? Okay. So I was, I don't know. know. Okay. Yeah. Anyway, um, yeah, we got like 10 minutes. Anyway, this guy was like, oh, let me, I was like, let me use your phone. When I was using his phone, I now saw a picture of a naked woman on his phone. And then he now came up with some, oh, is one person send this to me so I should pray for this woman in church because this woman is going through problems. I was like, okay, why do you got nudes? Why do you got nudes of old women in your phone? But anyway, long story short, I did my FBI work and I basically discovered that this this guy, because listen, if I want to say find it, out, say it, if I want to find out. if I want to find information about this, you, your story will help people. Know, if I want to find information about you, I will find that information about you. So I did my FBI work and I basically found that this guy had like twelve mistresses. Two of them he was even. P- Get, he was even getting married to like traditional wedding. Your tradi- your, you remember he came to your, your, your yeah, traditional. So during, so during he came to my traditional wedding. Playing games. He came to my traditional wedding to represent my dad in my own. In, it wasn't my traditional. It was my registry. Registrar wedding. Yes. The registry, not knowing that that same day he came to represent my dad in my registry. Yes. He is. He had later gone to another woman's house to marry another woman in a traditional same, wedding. Two, same the day. same day. So, so Mike and this guy had kids all over the shop. We found out that his real name was not even Dio. It was some other name altogether. <laughs> we now find, we found out something like his age was different. We found out so Everything many things. Was and the reason why he didn't want to come and live in his house, because that's the house he lived in with his wife yes. and his children. And finally, ah, finally, you don't suffer. I don't suffer. Finally, the mistress that he has child with now called me because he knows me in, as a manager and say, Madam, I saw you. I know that God will use you to expose this man's secret. Mm. So what am I trying to say in, in summary? <laughs> that I, it's I a love story. Like, are, you, are you willing to go on record to, to tell people what you did <laughs> when you found out, Mom? Huh? Okay, when I, I went to, when I find out <laughs> what he did, I invited him to my house. Mm-hmm. I cried to the pastor that where he was murdered. Mm-hmm. I, cried, I said, I need to destroy this man's life, mm-hmm. but I cannot destroy, but God will revenge. But I have to do, as a human being, when he came, he refused to come, he refused to come to my house. But when he know that I know about it later, he didn't know. Sorry. Oh, so he, he came know. to your house he not to knowing house, that, not you that I know about it. Mm-hmm. When he came, I opened the laptop. I showed him his picture. No, what did you do first? What mom? did you do? I came. You oh, made him oh soup. Oh my God. Oh, I don't you want to him, say it. I don't want to say it. Say it, say it, say it. Oh, no, no, I don't want to say my it. My mom made so when soup I, when, for him. Okay, let me see the story. Jam. <laughs> so when he came, he came again with his dirty suit again, with his dirty suit. That and his cheap ass suit. His dirty suit. From, from our, he came from and he wanted, he wanted to give me a peg. I pushed. I said, no, no, no. No, in short, I gave him a peg because I don't want him to know that I was angry. He said, as it said, ah, did you cook food for me in my bel- in my stomach? I wanted to say, go, go punish, but I appreciate, I, I kept quiet. I said, oh, yes, I'm going to make you pepper soup. I made pepper soup and fish for him. I pray, I swear that pepper soup that his life will be pepperish all the days of his life. <laughs> I swear, I said, as I cook pepper soup, I could have done worse, but because of the fear of God. Mm. I said, that pepper soup I'm making for you, the way you have drawn my life, my emotion, my children, everything... Pepe, that I, I made the pepper soup. I'm gonna make you pepe jam, but it's solo. Pepe, you be peppery. Then I gave him. After eating it, after eating it, so delicious. As I was just looking at him. He finished. I said, okay, stand this time, stand this time. I was ready to give him a big beating. <laughs> then I said, Mr. Dio, mm-hmm. look at this picture. Who is this? He said, he is the one. 
who are these mistresses? It was denying them. Okay, who is this woman that has current children for you? Mm-hmm. He said, he said, I swear, I swear. He was denied his children. He denied his mistress. I said, wow. I have all the numbers, all the contact numbers. I yeah. showed him. He denied everything. My, my, my now, FBI is going to do something him. else. I'm I slapped him, him up, man. Throw him and I throw me off. That is not the end, though. But I'm not going to go to the Please. end. Please. Say okay, it, it's embarrassing. I, just say I said it. African women, both oh young God. and old. Oh, you're funny. You can make your life happy the way if you want to. Mm, for real. Don't think because you have to have a man, oh, uh, because you especially the single mother. I call them second-handed men or second-handed women. If you know you were happy, happily you, are, you can be happy. Ask God to come to your life. Mm. Man can destroy your life. Man can make you happy. But be careful. Don't rush to answer that missus. Hold God as your husband. Mm. Be let your children see love. Mm-hmm. And that is what led me to, uh, up to today. Mm. I have not married and I will not marry and I'm married to Jesus. Mm. And my children can see that my life was to, dedicated to them. Mm. So, after, to, after that, he started swearing for me. Then I went to where he's working. It's, that is where I found out that the manager, I told the manager what was going on. The manager said, He's just a traffic warden. Traffic warden. <laughs> He's, He's not, not a manager. manager. <laughs> I showed him. In short, I'm not going to go into that. It's so embarrassing. I'm not going to go. I've, I've done what I've. But what I'm just going to say now is this. In general, they just in, say, "Mommy exposed summary, him." Mommy, I just ways. exposed him the truth, <laughs> and uh, I called. His, I called the mistress in his house and apologized. I said to him, "I did not know that the he, wife, the wife, yeah, mm. because he didn't marry to the woman. You know, African woman. Once a woman have given them, ch- a man have given them children, they call their partner. Mm, okay, mm, I called. I called. I said, "I'm sorry, madam." I didn't know that this man was still with you. He denied you. He denied his children. Mm. Not that he played me game. And mm. my, the pastor apologized to me and he, told, he, he exposed him in the church. Mm. Now, forget about that story. Just what I would just want to say to parents is this. Please, the way you treat your, your wife, your children are watching. Mm. Your ch- especially your boys. And they would like to use that same method to treat the, our children. The way you treat your wife or the way you treat your husband, be careful because I am a, my profession, my, back, my, my, my background is an early years. It affects children and children will not go. Children of 18, 19, they want to get a wife mm. and they want to treat them the way daddy have been blowing the mom, daddy have been maltreating the mom. Mm. And some of the daddy, they will even tell their children, oh, you know, if can you imagine there's a boy who went and asked the daddy, that said, well, daddy, I, I'm married, but I have a girlfriend. I'm a scared. I don't want my wife to know. A dad will go and tell his son, be very smart in doing it. Yeah. Be very smart in doing it. Instead of telling him. Instead of telling him, that's not a good thing. Is that a, is that a dad? For real. So, fathers, be careful. Yeah. Christians, be careful what you say. You preach what you want to preach in the Bible, but you don't preach what God really wants to do because your judgment is small. For real. So, because you are, you are going to destroy. There's something, my final, my final, um, um, advice for co- my parents, Christian parents especially, is this. As an LES professional, I'm to say something to you. The destruction and the success of your child's marriage lies in your hands. Mm, really? Yes, in the sense that the way you, the way your children sees how you treat your mother, mm. this is going to be a long debate. Some people say, no, you are wrong. Sometimes, some parents, no parents, mm. They can, especially African mothers, they can hide their pain. Mm. When you close the door, they don't know what is going through. Mm. The children are crying. They are seeing. 
then when the children grow up, that is how they will treat their wife or their husband. Sometimes. Sometimes it happens like that. But sometimes you see a family that were well brought up, happily married, their children, their boys, they've never one day have what they call father counseling. The mother will be the father, the mother will be the mother. Okay. So it's not easy for a mother. Mother is taking two roles mm. while the husband is there. Yeah. Is that what God wants us to do? Mm. At least, why do we have father? To talk to the children, especially the boys, this is the way to live mm. in now and in the future. Mm. But unfortunately, because of life, because of work, mother becomes the father, mother becomes the father. Yeah. Now, the f- young boys are growing so, you know, there is father there, but there's no father. Yeah. Am I right? I'm going to I'm gonna have to cut this short, mom. We have to do a part two of this because they're going to kick us out of the studio. <laughs> well, <laughs> guys, I, I have, it's a long story to talk. Is. But guys, Look, thank I, I have to talk. I have to cut it off. No, you know? don't worry. We're going to be back anyway. But guys, thank you so much for listening to this episode of The Lounge Podcast. Please don't forget to follow us on Instagram and um, follow us on Spotify and anywhere else that you listen to us. And we'll be back soon. Thank bye, you bye. very much. I love you all. Bye. Take care. Bye. Bye.